welcome to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor. Bad language, dirty jokes. And other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! Not to follow. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, what's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing all right. Yeah, yeah. doing all right. I'm feeling pretty good myself. What's going on? We are back. Finally, we are back in the groove. <laughs> we are back with another episode of the Geeking Squad podcast. It is episode number 18. Can you believe that? 18? Yeah, we're nice getting legal, legal age yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Uh, hanging out down on the corner, you know, uh, at the end of my street is my co-host, none other than... John Patitucci, legendary <laughs> jazz bass player who has an album called On the Corner from 1989. Nice. But for another story, my name is Vito. <laughs> yeah. I am not sitting here with John Patitucci. No offense, Vito, but that would have been pretty fucking cool. Because <laughs> that dude's amazing. Fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, so we got Vito and then the monkey in the middle. No more monkeys jumping on the bed. It just is me. Just, just this one. It just is none other than Megan Guess. And uh, yeah, as I said, we're here for another episode of the Squadcast. And what we do on this show is we talk about various news bits, pop culture things, science geeky nerd stuff, basically all the stuff that we discuss and that we and you all share in mm -hmm. the Geeking Squad group on Facebook. It's a free open group to join. You know, just come join us just as long as you're not a jerk. <laughs> Don't behave like a right asshole. And then, uh, you know, we welcome you in with open arms. Right. You know, it's just like that. And that's that. And that's that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's a cool group. But we, we encourage people to come and post like every anything it could be funny memes it could be news articles of stuff going on mm -hmm. and that's where we get all our stuff from we pick the best the cream of the crop <laughs> as they would say and we put it into this discussion we like to go through and talk about the stuff that really caught our eye so lots going on there man yeah we had a lot to choose yeah, you guys from threw a lot at us this time it's no, pretty awesome it's great yeah no, we encourage it yes we, absolutely keep them coming there's never enough never enough so we're gonna delve into it now let's do it yeah we like to just pick some of the you know quick little news bits you know mostly just this and that things having to do with tv movies whatever and we like to put it all into a little segment that we call What's shaking, bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that in a while, have you? I haven't. I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> it is what's shaking, bacon. Yeah, there, man, there's there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the things that I'm pretty jazzed about that they finally gave us a date on mm -hmm. is the Loki uh, television series. Now we know you're super excited for all the Marvel stuff coming out. Yeah, well, you and it's I are one of them. You and I are finishing up WandaVision. We are, and everything that's been. Whew, that's, that's been a ride. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. 
It sure has. I'm still been. confused. Yeah, yeah. Still got confusing. One episode to go, and I'm. I still don't know what's going on. No, it's it's great. It's a mystery, but it's fucking confusing in some ways. It lasted not, what seven main, minutes, eight minutes of the first episode, and yeah, I stopped you, watching. You, you got to power through the. You first made three. a mistake there. Yeah. The, yeah. That first episode, it's like it doesn't even. It's it that's so inconsequential now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's important, and but... It is. You just that, don't realize how important it is. Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't stay that way. It's turned into this whole, like... It's it's full-on Marvel now. Oh, really? Oh, dude. <laughs> it looked like every week was, like, a different decade of sitcoms or something? Kind of? It, it was to a certain point. Okay. It kind of, yeah. The first two episodes especially was like that, but then, man, it... it no, it turns into this whole other thing. You're going to have to watch it because there's shit that's really important for the future of Marvel. Oh, Here's new, the new Doctor Strange movie. It's going to be oh, very really? important. The new This leads right yeah. into Doctor Strange. I see. And yeah, there's new heroes you don't even know about. You loved Captain Marvel, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you know who's on this? I mean, spoiler alert, everybody. You know who's a major character on this show? Howard the Duck? <laughs> no, not oh. Howard the Duck. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, though. <laughs> Monica Rambeau, the little girl. Oh, okay. She's grown up now. Really? Oh, okay. And we get to watch her become... Oh, uh, don't tell them. Don't say anything. A fine young woman. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I kind of have an inkling, because I think you had one of you had mentioned what she becomes. Yeah, in the, in the past, yeah. in the comic we books. About, when we talked about yes. Captain Marvel, he mentioned yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, okay. they're staying true to that, and it's All fucking right. cool, man. It's there's cool. there's a lot cool. of... Yeah. A lot of big shit on that show. So needless to say, I, I mean, overall, we enjoy it. So I'm really looking forward to Loki. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen the little the little tiny bit they've leaked to us in their teaser uh, trailer thing and stuff. We know that it picks up from 2012 when he got away with the cube and Endgame and stuff. So this is alternate timeline mm. thing. Uh, yeah. Although, like, well, the new Doctor Strange movie is going to be called The Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you an idea. And then if, if you watch WandaVision, yeah, I mean, we still My don't know. Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> we still don't know. Like, they really, really are not giving us much answers until the very end. A lot of people are surmising that we're not even going to get answers. I don't think end. we're going to get all the answers. No, and that it's going to lead into... They'll give us just enough to hang on. Right. By the fingertips. Right. kind of hate when they do that shit. It's like, you watch this series, but we're not going to give anything. You got to go yeah. see the movie. It's right. Like, well, yeah, they, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, but at least they're not making us wait too long for the next series. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, because in a couple of weeks, we get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. I'm very, you know, you guys know I'm looking know forward to that. for that. And then that's going to end, and then only just a couple weeks after that, on June 11th, we get Loki. Yeah. So. So at least it'll be something where it's, and it seems like it all builds on top of each other. Right. It's going to kind of build up to something like Endgame. That's what it seems like. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long... game-ish. It's a long road ahead of I us. See. Because they said that the events that are happening in these shows, especially like WandaVision and stuff, is going to tie in with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's mm -hmm. also going to tie in with Spider-Man 3, mm -hmm. uh, No Way Home. They gave that a, a title now. It's because first Spider-Man was Homecoming, then the second one was Far From Home, and then the third one is No, no Way, way home. home. Now, did you see the Spider-Man movies, Vito? Yeah, so I did see Homecoming was the first one, of course. Is that with the Vulture? Yes. Okay, I never, I didn't see the first like half an hour, but I saw the rest of it. Oh, okay. And then Far From Home was that one, the Euro Trip one with Mysterio, right? Yes, that movie was fucking badass, dude. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was great. I think there's, I'm 
again, I'm th- we're surmising <laughs> there's that there's so stuff that, right that happens with that that might be tying in with WandaVision and certain things. Yeah, it's there's all sorts of theories, things having to do with scrolls, things having to do with multiverses. And uh, well, it well, makes my head hurt. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it sounds like it. But anyway. <laughs> So hopefully we'll have more answers about all that soon. But yeah, just definitely looking because I've, you know, the whole Loki thing has just been such a hanging point of debate ever since that scene in Endgame. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, what does that mean now? Because Sorcerer Supreme said, anytime you move things like that, you create new timelines. Isn't he in prison somewhere in this? It's Isn't that part of the. It's not. No, it's not that he's in prison. It's he runs into some people, and and o- Owen Wilson is in it. Richard E. Grant is in it. It's an interesting cast, but he runs. It turns into some sort of. It's this is supposed to be more like some kind of like spy espionage kind of mm-hmm. thing, like you know, be like the closest they've done to some sort of mission impossible mystery kind of thing or something yeah they said it's definitely just like wandavision was definitely a different take they're saying all of these are sort of like a little bit of a different take i I don't know how much different falcon and winter soldier is going to be that seems like that's straightforward that seems like it's going to be more along the lines with like how like winter soldier was the movie civil war it's going to kind of fit into that so isn't in that one that somebody else gets captain Oh yeah, there's because we supposedly we're gonna get introduced to U.S. agent who is supposed to be like the he's in the comics and stuff. He's sort of like a replacement Captain America, but he's like owned and run by the government kind mm-hmm. of thing, like what they wanted Captain America to be. Mm-hmm. But U.S. agent, yeah, he's a fucking mess. That's his name, U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yep. Is it, well, it's because the fucking. <laughs> white people running the fucking government in these movies are about as dry as a bone, you know? It's like, we're just going to call him U.S. agent. Harumph. You know, Harumph. like that anyway. So, yeah, I'm I'm very excited about all this. There's, It's cool that they're doing something different, even if it does make our heads hurt a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I'm I'm really loving all these shows that Disney's coming out with. Yeah. They're, they're really doing them very well. They're not pulling any stops yeah big budget movie budgets right budgets on that note should i move on to my other bit of news yes what is it okay well my other bit of news because i'm just talking about all the shit i'm excited about (laughs) is regarding obi-wan kenobi anybody who's listened to the show enough knows that that's my favorite star wars character is it that is my favorite star wars character (laughs) out of and there's a lot of star wars characters there are a lot but i love the obi-wan kenobi character and i and for as much as I bash the prequels and stuff, <laughs> there was there's some really good stuff about the prequels. And one of the main things was Ewan McGregor. And we already know and we've talked about in the past that Ewan McGregor is supposed to be coming back to do mm-hmm. the Obi-Wan series. Well, they also just announced that the other uh, series coming out on Disney Plus is Star Wars Andor, which is about. Uh, Cassie and Andor from Rogue One, you know, your favorite Star Wars mm-hmm. movie. It's not Megan's favorite Star Wars movie because she doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, anyway, we'll let the, we're going to let the real Star Wars fan talk, all right? That's okay. okay. You couldn't even remember the name earlier. The I had to tell you. <laughs> That's true. I couldn't. I had to ask for help remembering names. But anyway, um, they're coming out with this prequel type series called uh-huh. Andor that's going to focus around Cassie and Andor, who's probably the coolest character from Rogue One. And they announced that Ewan McGregor is going to appear on Andor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. So he's going to be in that 
and his own and his own show. Yeah, in fact, he may even appear in Andor first, which is kind of cool, kind of like what they did with Boba Fett on the Mandalorian. Introduce him, right? Like bring him back in that way, and then he gets his own vehicle. So they're doing that with Ewan McGregor. He's he's going to be in this. He's going to be in both. I, I I'll take all the Ewan McGregor Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi I can get. And in addition to that, it's also rumored, although I guess it's most people are looking at it like this is fact that supposedly Liam Neeson is coming back for the Obi-Wan series to play. I'm assuming presumably as a force ghost going to be Qui-Gon Jinn. So I get my two favorite characters from the prequels back. What are you, are you going to be okay? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like, jumping up and down. I am going to be. You're it's going to break something. Dude, it's going to be like when I was five years old uh-huh. <laughs> on October 28th, 1978. Saturday night, NBC's Saturday night movie of the week, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, comes on. And <laughs> that movie, dude, <laughs> I was five years old and I literally leapt all over the living room. I was so fucking excited. I kept leaping on our brown couches and stuff. And my poor Aunt Rose was just like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, because I was a pretty calm kid. But not when Kiss came on, man. <laughs> I was excited. You still get pretty excited when yeah, Kiss comes on. Yeah, I, I, do, I do. I know I do. You still leap around. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Leap and Larry. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Just so you know, I, I leap around a little bit. But anyway, so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That's good news. I, I hope that that is all accurate because I'm very excited about that stuff. I know, Vito, you had some interesting... Uh, news coming out more in the uh, animated world. Yeah, so apparently we have more Terminator stuff coming out, which always makes me leap around like I'm, a five-year-old on couch. I'm not far behind you, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this when I read this. Yeah, so apparently the the writer from the newest Batman movie that's coming out, his name yeah. is Matson Tomlin. Yeah. Which it sounds like he should take the son out of Matt and put it at the end of Tomlin, so he would be Matt Tomlinson. Like, that's how I think his name should be Well, pronounced. I think you but, should let him know that. I think we should write and tell him, like, dude, get with it. <laughs> like, why would you put that son in your first name when it should belong at the end of your, first, of your last name? But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, apparently this is coming to Netflix, and it's going to be an animated Terminator show. Uh, they haven't really released any news about what the plot or anything like that is going to be. Okay. So I'm not holding out too much hope because um, it is animated, so I don't know. I mean, I guess you could make it a violent kind of gritty story if it's animated, but to me, Terminator should be live action. Yeah, you know, I know, but I I don't know. I think, you know, if we were talking like 25 years ago, I'd be like, oh, okay. But now with the stuff they can do with animation nowadays and stuff, man, dude. I guess it's, I guess what kind of animation is the key? Because right. there was a Terminator Salvation series that they made, it was done in more of like a PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3 graphic okay. style, which I really dug. Okay. I'm just not into like, I guess, the Japanimation style animation stuff. I see. Yeah, I agree. You know, that stuff would be like, oh, that doesn't really belong with Terminator. But if it's more of like, um, mm. you know, 3D modeled kind of CGI looking animation, then I would be down for that stuff, you know? I think it depends. I mean, I hear you. I'm pretty picky about animation and stuff like that, but- I've found that in most cases, just just like me and you, Meg, with like Rebels. We're just thinking about Rebels. Right. It, you know. It was a little weird at first. Yeah. Right. But you got used to it. Yeah. You get it, the stories and everything is so 
are so good that now I'm just like I just accept it. Like it does. I don't. I don't really care about the animation. So hopefully, at least if the story they tell with this and the way they put it across is good enough that even if the anime is like eh, it's not to my taste, maybe maybe we'd still uh, enjoy it. At least we'll see. Yeah, you have to at least give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it, obviously, because it's Terminator. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it, but, you know, we'll see if it's any good or not. But, Vito, you also had some other news having to do with animated stuff, but not not, not uh, cartoons, per se, right? Yeah, so this is actually a DC Comics line that I haven't read, because I don't really read comics. But, apparently, there's they're making some kind of variant of their covers for this storyline that got released called Dark Knight's Death Metal. Really? Which I guess is a sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, which is some kind of wow, Batman did, Joker storyline. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, Dark Knight, anything Dark Knight is going to, you know, is going to be Batman, but I why you know, I'm the comic book guy around here. I'm not privy to this at all. Seriously. Slacker. I I'm slacking up in Marvel. Yeah. I've always been more of a Marvel guy than DC. DC. But I love DC though. Don't get me wrong. There's some some of the DC stuff I fucking love, you know. I'm just I'm more invested in Marvel. But anyway, so what is this? So there's seven issues. Each issue has their own band. So I'll just list the issues. Issue one is Megadeth. Okay. Issue two is Ghost. Three is Lacuna Coil. Four is Opeth. Oh, God. Five five is Sepultura. Six is Dream Theater. Fuck yeah. Seven is Ozzy Osbourne. Now, I just read seven bands, and neither one of those bands would I would consider death metal in the very least. Well, Opeth was at one point. Like I said, I wouldn't consider any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as if I'm not angry and angsty enough about Michael and fucking Opeth, so now they get a comic book? God damn it! And they look like, if, if you see this cover, they look like they should be in Cradle of Filth. That's how they drew them. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I don't know. Here, I'll, oh my gosh! That, that's them there. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I just man, I want to be in a comic book. Somebody make a November's Doom comic book already, please. <laughs> I know I might be a little biased here, but I strongly believe that the Dream Theater cover is the best cover out of all seven of these. Oh, let me see it. Can I see it? I know the people at home are like, "What the fuck? We can't see it." Well, uh, look, look it up. It up. It's, it's all it's online. Oh, of course you do. That looks of course you. GI Joe-ish. It that is. looks very GI Joe. Well, it's it's because fucking Petrucci looks like Clutch or something like that. Or, or... But look how badass Petrucci looks. Even Labrie, look at him. <laughs> fucking awesome. Who's that muscle man in the front? That's that's Petrucci. That's the guitar player John. He. Oh, hi Petrucci. How are you? Megan, oh, this boy. guy is so jacked. It's unbelievable. Like start starting like, with more like, than Broderick. They're about yeah, the same. Uh, about the same. Yeah. Yeah, but Petrucci's got this humongous beard that looks like it's fake, but it's not. I guess. How did I miss that when we saw that? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> I think can, it used to be. Can we go see him again? Yeah, <laughs> I would love to go see Dream Theater. <laughs> again. I think he used to be even ripper than that. I mean, yeah. like fifteen years ago, he started like really fucking working out, and it's like, holy shit, dude! Like you really got jacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. What is it about the guys? Why is it all the guitar players that are like super jacked like that? Why do they always? play their guitar like under their chin because that's how you're supposed to play guitar the best way you play guitar standing up how you should play it sitting down larry okay which is on your left leg (laughs) high up on your chest (laughs) okay (laughs) if you say so (laughs) 
Hey, to be fair, I've raised my guitar over the years. I used to put, wear it real low slung. Even like when you watch that grass pop video of us, I had the guitar real low and it just got to the point where, yeah, I was like, I raised it up a little bit higher for two reasons. One, because I found that the positioning of my hand made playing some of the leads so much easier. And the second reason is because I have a gut. <laughs> number two is my number one for the- <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it folks guitar lesson 101 from Vito and Larry wear you guys, your guitar yeah. where it covers up your fat gut the best okay it's not for the riffs man it's for the fat that's why we keep it up that high it's <laughs> We're hoping that the vibration of the guitars is going to burn off the fat somehow. It's like that, that workout band that used to work yeah, use in the 50s, right? Right? Yeah. right. Exactly. We'll do that. We'll get Gary to play with some shake weights and everything. We're just become fitness doom. God. Anyway, yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's cool they're doing these comic books about them and everything. I'm just jealous. I admit it. I'll admit it to the whole world. I'm jealous because, man, I would love to be in a comic book or a cartoon. My whole life I've wanted to be in comic book or cartoon form. Please, somebody make it happen. And not in some completely humiliating way, please. Because <laughs> I know that's going to be everybody's first inclination. Let's draw him like a fucking penis or something. It's like, that's not what I mean. I want to be a superhero. Be cool. Yeah. Is it so hard to make us look cool? God. Anyway. Well, that's kind of cool. We'll see. Megan, yes. you, got, you got, it's time for the Megan news. Yeah. It's time for Megan news. I just gave you your little intro. That was pretty cool. <laughs> All right. I, sorry. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, speaking of things that will make me jump up and down like a five-year-old. Okay. Um, there is talks of a new national treasure TV show. That's pretty cool. In production. There's already a script written. Nice. Yep. Um, and I guess it's Nicolas Cage is rumored to be involved in it. Okay. But apparently this is going to follow a younger generation. Mm. Okay. So it, it is he going to be in there like all the time or is this just going to be a cameo situation? They're kind of keeping that tight lipped at the moment. Okay. But I don't know. It could be as much as I love the original trio. I'd rather see something new. Yeah, I think I, I think I'd be happy with something new, and maybe yeah. just see them every every now and then yeah. kind of pop in. Yeah, I, in in something like this, I don't mind the idea of them being there, but I don't necessarily want them to be the focus. Because here's the other thing: like, I I love Nicolas Cage in that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle a series <laughs> with Nicolas Cage. You know what I mean? Like that Nicolas Cage is kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like those hint of lime tortilla chips that I'm addicted to. <laughs> a little bit goes a long way. Yes, a little bit goes a long way. Like, I can't eat those every day because then after a while it's like, Jesus Christ, like, enough, you know? <laughs> Same thing with Nicolas Cage. No, I'd love to see it be like maybe him and that chick, maybe they have kids. Maybe it's like, mm-hmm. you know, because in the original National Treasure, because there was his dad yep. and everything, so maybe now he's more in that kind of role. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential for this. Yeah, it could be their kid or just somebody that they mentored over the years or their their sidekick. I can't remember. I want to call him Brody, but I don't know if that's his name. Yeah. I, I loved him. He was my favorite. It would be <laughs> fun to kind of maybe follow his kids. and Oh, that'd be cool. Or something. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about National Treasure is it's the kind of storyline like concept that lends itself to an ongoing series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, There's all sorts of treasures out there to find. Right. 
And just to, yeah, to keep going all sorts of twists and turns and cliffhangers and stuff, literal cliffhangers in some cases <laughs> yeah. where they're hanging from a cliff like they are in the movies. Yeah, that's, no, I'm I'm totally down uh, with yeah. that. You know, I love my National Treasure movies, so yeah. I, I'm pretty excited to get cool. a whole series. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm That's just going to get you that much more worked up about wanting to go on your adventures. It is. Things. So. It really is. Speaking of going on more adventures. Oh, no. You know what else they're doing? What? There's talks to make a mummy series. Uh-oh. A mummy TV series. Mummy TV series. Okay. Se- well, there's a mummy TV series and a movie. Oh, okay. Actually, we might be getting both. Um. It's sounding like the movie is going to kind of be like a one-off standalone movie, whatever it is. It's, okay. it's going to be completely different from what the others were. Okay. Um, but the TV series is rumored to be including Brendan Fraser. Oh, wow. Um, in some capacity. Oh, are they going to get what's-her-face The original back Evie? They, if they're going to do it, they better get fucking original Evie back. Don't don't put Maria Bello in there. No. Don't do it again. Yeah. We did it for one movie. It was more than enough. <laughs> I was over her in the first scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody wants to hear us talk about more about that, we have a whole mummy retrospective <laughs> that we did that's really popular. <laughs> so. So, yeah, it seems like they're going to kind of go um, kind of Ghostbusters style where they're going to come completely just ignore the last movie oh boy and just pick up and pretend like that didn't happen and pick up which last movie the third one you mean because there's a tom cruise one wasn't there was that even part of the the, oh yeah yeah, no ignore the tom cruise one that doesn't exist anymore go back i see i I got you yeah we won't talk about that i never saw it i was like wait a minute is this part of that trilogy i heard it was all right actually yeah yeah Yeah, I, i remember wanting to see it but i don't think i ever did interesting but yeah I love the mummy. Yeah, you sure think about them. So I'm pretty excited to have a new movie and a TV show. Yeah, that could be really good. Well, it's on. Was that going to be on Disney Plus too? I think so. Is it? God, everything's on. Everything's on Disney. They own like the world, man. Them and Amazon, (laughs) dude. They're gonna like control everything. Yeah. In the next ten years. (laughs) Yeah, I think they kind of already do actually, but you know, we'll see. Time will tell. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. All right, and now it's about that time. It's about that time! Meg's like, God, shut up already, please. Can I go home yet? Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, it is time for us to do a little bit of squad talk, as the intro said. And on squad talk, we kind of like we don't we don't necessarily pick one thing, but we pick like a theme for mm-hmm. our squad talk of like a certain topic or things that fit together. And a lot of times, it's our more nerdy science stuff because hint, hint. 
We we like our nerdy a little bit of nerdy. Stuff. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of nerds. Yeah, we like our a nerd. lot of bit of nerds. Yeah, we're a lot of bit of nerds. And there's been, but there's been so much good stuff going on. There really has. Yeah, I mean, boy, there's so many things that have come out and been announced. Like, I mean, there was stuff that I was posting almost every other day in there. It seemed mm-hmm. like I was like, okay, this is too much. <laughs> Never. But some of the things, one of the the most recent things that just came up that got shared in there that I thought was really cool is we know that the uh, the Perseverance rover was launched and everything and and landed, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody was pretty excited about that. But apparently, there was the whole thing with the chute that they used to land it and everything. We got to see the footage of the the chute get. Uh, whatever you want to call it uh, deployed deployed thank you this is why i have my my <laughs> he, mars he's got space all, boy yeah for you today. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was deployed and on the shoot there was like this color pattern thing that was on there uh-huh. and one of the uh one of the people that were involved in the uh creation of that that i can't talk today it was <laughs> Wait, Na- you or something? it was nasa's jet propulsion laboratory jpl okay, okay? they like let slip or kind of let it out there that it was like hey you know there might be like a little secret message on that shoot and you know i'd be curious to see if anybody on the internet can even figure it out they figured it out in like two hours. <laughs> they are no joke. No, dude, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they like they they cracked the code, so to speak, on this. And what it turns out is that the colored patterns ended up inscribing it. You had to use binary and stuff to figure it out, but it actually says dare mighty things. Hmm. So it's just like a encouraging, like nice, oh. you know, message. Yeah. No, Meg's looking like, oh, I thought it was gonna be some like Yeah, big, it's gonna be something I thought it was gonna be really cool. You know, be like nine one one is a lie. You know, it was like <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff is something like that. Inside job. Yeah. Right. Infowars.w <laughs> 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 no, thank God. It was nothing like that. <laughs> they just put that. Apparently, that's their motto there at GPL. Oh, okay. Is they put that on there just as a little thing. And, you know, well, you know, the thing is, they do this stuff. When they put any anything that gets done, NASA and all that stuff, they have to go through all kinds of protocol and levels of approval and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So it's not uncommon for these developer people to sneak in little things when they can you know there's there's like little any like little things so they actually did put that on there as like a little secret thing mm-hmm. that you know obviously the NASA people probably the higher-ups didn't even know they didn't even know about yeah they didn't have any dude idea. man okay there's a conspiracy thing that i'm oh, gonna no. have to research about this now richard <laughs> richard t hoagland this guy is super obsessed with mars and about the face on mars and structures on mars isn't he the nephew of hulk mother <laughs> Hulk T. Hogan? <laughs> Sorry. I guarantee he's going to have something about this, and he's going to correlate it with NASA trying to give us an inside information that they faked something or that the, the oh, face probably. on Mars really exists. So, oh, probably. And I can't wait to dig into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of message I'm looking for. Here. Right? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Not here's our company slogan. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anybody can guess that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say it says, yep. but that's not what it really. I'm telling says. you, Richard C. Hoagland, I'll I'll fill you guys in if I okay. hear more. Right. About it. Oh yes, please, I'm waiting. Please do. Um, also embedded in the message on the shoot is the geographic coordinates for JPL for the for the laboratory. So 
there's I'm not going to read them because nobody nobody cares. But <laughs> they actually put like, you know, 34 degrees, 11, you know, north, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So I guess if there are any aliens that come across it, they know exactly <laughs> where to shoot the ray bomb. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh. These Earthling people have finally uh, are finally up to this level now, huh? They're getting out there. It's like, okay, well, we better go take care of them. It's like, well, where do we go first? And it's like, well, I got these coordinates. <laughs> like, we should start with them. How would that guy feel if the aliens did launch an attack at those precise <laughs> coordinates and blew the fucking thing up? I like, know. The guy would be like... Oh my God! <laughs> like, what yeah, did like, I do? <laughs> why us? Why did you attack us? It's like, well, you gave us the coordinates, bro. I thought you were inviting us. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like I thought that was, you know, thought that was a hint. You know, it's like invade our planet. We invade your planet. Yeah, exactly. Real. <laughs> Way to go, bro. <laughs> anyway, so one job, and you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so important to, you know put your little secret thing on there and everything, you know, to be cool. Like, nah, I'm going to put this secret thing on here. Yeah. What arrogance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like you, you rearranged like the color pattern on there and it made like a, you know, it was like, it was like AT phone home or something. Right. Stupid. <laughs> or is the, it was like the equation for cold fusion or something cool like that. But no, it's just no. their fucking logo of the company. or <laughs> And here's the coordinates for our address. Come hang out. It needs to be the coordinates of like, where the aliens are really kept. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I thought it would be something like that, you know? It needs to be something cool. Come on. Be like the hidden message version of the Naruto run, you know, right? or something. <laughs> but no, just, it's it's still cool. It, it gave, is cool. But, you know, it was just funny to me reading it because, like, the, the guys from JPL, like, were so stoked about this. And they were like, oh. Nobody's going to get this. Yeah, let's see them figure this out. And literally, like, that, that was announced at, like, 10 30 a.m and by like three in the afternoon they were like oh yeah they figured it out <laughs> like well shit <laughs> we didn't get as much mileage out of that one as we thought yeah, we would people put their minds together man yeah what actually gets actually accomplished yeah exactly exactly so on that note i know there's more sciencey stuff i don't know much i didn't i don't know anything about this but i know vito's got some info so what what's this whole space station news so apparently they want to put humans on this rotating platform, <clears throat> excuse me, on Cirrus, which is a dwarf planet in the asteroid belt. Yes, now, this is something that's cool. been talked about for a long time, but these guys are optimistic that they're going to be able to do this within the next 15 years. Wow. Which is a false lie because that can't happen. Why? How can you do this in 15 years, man? I don't know. I, I don't see that happening at all. They want to make a space elevator. They want to make rotating disks that, that simulate Earth's gravity. Okay. They want to put mirrors in orbit to like transfer the sunlight to warm things up. I just that's a lot for that's, fifteen years. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that, I'm with you. That seems a little optimistic. I mean, this Mars lander has probably been being planned for the last fifteen years, and then just now just landed. Itself, so yeah. it's like right it's one thing. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I think that's. I mean, we can't even figure out a way to actually like beam back video from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Because people ask that all the time. They're like, they're like, okay, you send up these probes and we get these like photos and stuff. They're like, but how come we can't get like video? And they explained it like, oh, it takes so much battery power and so much power just to put like, like 50 seconds of video or something to beam that back to Earth. It's like way more than we can like manage and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. it's like, but you're going to build a fucking space elevator. 
Uh, yeah. And put some mirrors up there to transfer sunlight. Right. Now, if this was a Ben Bova novel, which he has talked about doing stuff like that in his novels, that stuff takes place, you know, 50, 75 years in the future. Right. Which, uh, to me, is a little bit more feasible if we dedicate all of our resources into space travel, right. which we should be doing a lot more than we right. know. So, if that's the case, then I can see this happening, but... What they're proposing, I just, I just don't buy that, man. Yeah, that seems a little bit overly optimistic. I could see them getting started on it, getting a bunch of it. You know, you tell me like thirty years, we might see something really developed with that. Eh, maybe. I mean, things do move along a lot faster than they used to. I mean, even just compared to the late nineties and things that were sent out back then i mean we can we can accomplish so much more now but yeah i don't know you know a real quick question you mentioned about the whole thing about the having it like simulate the rotation of the earth and stuff so how does that do we know how does that affect humans like if you're you know so much of human essence life nature you know even human beings is based on you know we age based on how you know the earth moves earth moving and all that and we know about things like i'll get all interstellar about it where you know you can travel all these years and not age but then everybody back on earth ages how does that work like i mean i guess you're not that far from the earth or whatever but it, you know if you were stationary up on something like that that isn't rotating around the sun the way the earth is and stuff does that affect you at all in terms of like health wise or Age-wise, I guess we don't know because we haven't, but there's got to be theories about it, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that close, like Ceres, for example, is so close, relatively speaking, that I don't yeah. think it would be that much of a deal. Right. Because, okay. I mean, Mars is, what, is like 100 days more a year that it spins? Right. Or slower, something like that? Yeah. So Ceres isn't that much farther away, so. I suppose. I mean, what, you're knocking off a couple years of your life, maybe, if you live there, but. Yeah. I mean, I Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like... Still with the same amount of days. It's just how you calculate it. I'm just saying I know how much... Even just like people that say... Like if you went and lived inside a fucking cave for fucking 10 years and never came out to be exposed to the sun and all that kind of stuff, how that would physically affect you. Because mm -hmm. it would. It would have a physical Absolutely. effect on you and everything. So imagine now going and living up on some sort of like satellite some space station thing where you're not getting any sunlight and you're not in harmony. Cause I believe, you know, I'm going to get all hippy dippy on, you know, <laughs> I believe that we exist, us and animals and everything exist in harmony with nature and all that. And it has a lot to do, not just with aging, but just our overall health and mm -hmm. development and stuff. So I, yeah, it's just, I'm just curious about that. Like how would that, I, I guess my point is I don't know how I'd feel about going and living on, some sort of satellite like that, like away from that, like how that would affect a person. So we've never had anybody do that, really. Like we don't have people living up in space right now, do we? Well, don't not the, for extended periods. Like a year? A couple year, right? Yeah, so, at the yeah. most, right? Yeah, I'm curious to see. There's got to yeah. be studies on that. Yeah, and they're weightless up there. I don't believe they have any rotational spin right. to their to the even mere space station or the space lab or whatever that was up there i think it was just all weightless right so. but they don't have anybody that's like it's like this person's been living up there for 20 years right, right? Yeah, no. that's what i'm curious about you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah just curious i don't know 
What do you suggest? I suggest <laughs> that Megan stop picking on me, <laughs> giving me a hard time so I don't keep hitting the wrong buttons. <laughs> People oh, at home. That was my you're... fault. Okay. Well, the second time it was. It was. First time it was my fault, but it's still because you pick on me. <laughs> Anyway, we are into the part of the show now. We're winding, uh, we're winding down. We're getting ready to wrap it up, and we get into the "What do you suggest?" segment where we suggest things to you, like we suggest you get off your lazy ass and go out there and live your life. No, we don't. <laughs> no, suggest. we don't want you to do that. No, no, we want no, you to, we want you to s- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sit here, have no life, listen to us, or listen to us while you're out there having a life. There you go. That's even better, right? But no, we make suggestions of what we think uh, you should check out because it's things that we're into that we've been enjoying lately or whatever. It can be old, can be new, just whatever we're into. And we're going to suggest it to you right now. So Vito, what do you suggest? Well, I've got a music album for you guys. Okay. A band from Sweden called Evergrey. Excellent band. They just released a new album last, for, well, as of this recording, it was this past Friday called Escape of the Phoenix. Nice. This album is fantastic. Is it? Yeah. I know you were looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, Evergrey's one of my favorite bands. And dude, the production on this is spot on. The songs are incredible. And of course, there's a guest vocalist on one of the tracks. Okay. You may recognize him. Yeah. His name is James LeBray. No kidding. From Dream Theater. Oh, I didn't know he was. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It's good stuff, man. That's awesome. It's it, This album is super heavy, super catchy. There's a couple ballads on there that are really good. And for all you music nerds out there, it sounds like they've got a couple drop C songs. <laughs> a lot of the stuff is seven strings tuned down a full step. Nice. And one of the songs sounds like it can drop G tuning on a seven string. Oh, then you're all yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Meg, have you ever listened to Evergrey? I don't know if I ever have. They're definitely a band you would probably. Yeah, I think I'd dig them. Yes. Yeah. Very given, much. Given your taste since you, you know, you like. You like Dream Theater, you like Megadeth, you like Sentence, do you mm-hmm. like, you know, you you like November's Doom, you like- And they're okay. Uh, you, you, yeah, I know, the least <laughs> of all of them, right? No. Yeah, you like that other band we're not going to name. No, we're not going to name them anymore. <laughs> uh, Matt Barlow's band, you know, we're going to call old it- band. That. Yeah, his old band, right. Uh, if you like all that kind of stuff, they're they're kind of like a, li- a little band. bit of all of those yeah. things, yeah. Check them out. Mm-hmm. Melodic, but heavy, really cool, like ballads that are like mm-hmm. epic and yeah, yeah. good, good that, stuff. That's right on my alley. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm checking them out. Yeah, I really want to check out. What's the name of the album? Escape of the Phoenix. Okay. The last album that came out uh, two years ago was really good too. Yeah, I remember that one. I haven't listened to it in a while, admittedly. I haven't listened to I used to listen to Evergrey all the time. I really loved that live album they put out years back. Yeah, dude. Dude. That DVD is incredible also. Yeah. Yeah, that's like one of the best live albums of the last 20 oh, yeah. years, easily. If we were doing a top five of that, that would probably be up there. Mm. But yeah, definitely check that out. Nice suggestion. Mm-hmm. All right, Meg, what do you suggest? I have recently been hooked on a series. <laughs> Hooked hey. on phonics work for me. <laughs> I'm going to choke your ass in two seconds. <laughs> okay, go on. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, All go right. on. Um, but I was in a Facebook group that I'm in, um, something about living the 80s or something. I can't remember, but <laughs> right. they're always posting stuff. And they mentioned this series. I was like, oh, 
I've never heard of this. What is this? It's called Firefly Lane. Mm. It's on Netflix. And I am so freaking hooked. It's not even funny. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a drama series. It has um, Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sarah. From Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, I, how do you say her name? Sarah Chalk? Chalky? From Scrubs? The blonde from Oh, Scrubs. I know what you're talking about, but I'm, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how, don't how to pronounce, pronounce her name. Um, ben Lawson, uh, what, Bo, Bo Garrett. Um, it's a really good cast. I'm really enjoying it. But it follows these two women. Malarkey is their last name. <laughs> yeah, they make, they make fun of it. She's like, really, Malarkey? She's like, fuck you. <laughs> and walk away. But it follows them. They they meet as as teenagers. They're, they're neighbors on Firefly Lane is where they live. And uh, one is like really, really popular and pretty and outgoing. And the other one is very shy and okay. nerdy and stuff you like that. You know what? I saw the teaser for this now. I yeah. remember this. So they're two, they're very, very, very different, but mm-hmm. they were just drawn to each other. Um, so it follows them through their teenage years, through their like um, college years, tw- early 20s when they're starting their careers and into their 40s where they are now. And of course, their life took them on very different paths. But it's very interesting because the grass isn't always greener on the other side, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the one, Tolly, she's really, really popular and she's famous. She's a TV star now. And so, but she, in real, you know, she's, she's haunted by her, her upbringing and everything and what okay. happened to her when she was younger. And, and so she's not really happy. Where the other one chose the family life and getting married, having kids. But now she's facing divorce and oh. trying to get back into the field where she originally wanted to be and now being too old for it. And okay. I mean, so it's always like it's, a, it's definitely a drama and the grass isn't always green on the other side. And they're just both trying to find their way to f- actually be happy and trust people into their lives again. Okay. Um, but it, it kind of like goes all over the place. It's like teenage years, 20s. 40s teenage years teenage oh 40s. it jumps around so okay. it, it jumps back and forth so you kind of get these bits and pieces of I'll, their lives together to make these stories i like it, when when movies do that yeah it's unless really, it's a stand from cbs all access and i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> but it, then it keeps teasing this you know like they're like they're going to a funeral or whatever and they're like you don't know whose funeral yeah you think it's cool. someone that is like it's, it's not is it that person it's not the person is it mm-hmm. the person i don't know is it that person and i from what i understand there's been a season two confirmed Okay. This season is brand new, um, and I guess by the end of the season, we still don't know whose funeral this is. Mm. Oh wow! So, but I guess it sounds like there's. I have one more episode left to go, <laughs> and it sounds like there's a big falling out between the two girls. But again, I don't know what happened yet. Okay, but it's it's really interesting. It sucked me right in. So, cool. Firefly Lane, Netflix, Firefly. and it's on Netflix. Okay. Yep. yep. Cool. All right, my recommendation is a pretty quick and simple one. Uh, I'm sure most of you out there by now, we've talked about it in the past, know about the whole like Pluto TV uh, network thing. I, I, Pluto TV is great. Man. It really is. It's so, it, boy. Cause They've they, upped their game. They have time. upped their game. There's so many channels on there now. I mean, the ones they had before were enough just to suck me in because mm-hmm. they had an all Star Trek channel, an all Doctor Who channel, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. They've added so many more channels on there. Um, but specifically, what I'm going to recommend is, in case people don't know about this, is Vivo, V-E-V-O, have channels on there that are 24 hours a day music videos. Mm. And 
it's cool for some I realize not everybody's like me <laughs> but you know as I've talked about before growing up I just subsisted on music videos you know from mm-hmm. the moment I first found out about music videos in the early 80s and on I used to watch them constantly and it's really cool that they have them and what what what's also nice about it is while they don't have it broken down into genres so it's still like a big mix but they have them broken down each channel is a different decade so if you want to watch Vivo 70s, it's all music. I mean, they didn't really have videos that much back then. So a lot of it is like TV appearances, you know, mm-hmm. when like, say, Fleetwood Mac appeared on Don Kirshner's rock concert and they've got a clip from that or they've got, you know, Journey when they played on Midnight Special and, you know, various things like that. And it covers everything. I mean, like each one of those. So like if you watch the Vivo 70s, they have stuff like that journey and cheap trick and blah 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 but then there's like casey and the sunshine band and the Bee Gees, <laughs> and then there's like willie nelson and charlie pride and dolly parton and there's like it's oh, like wow. it's yeah all over the place. it's all over the place so i mean yeah if you're looking for something that's if you're just like well i only want to hear metal and rock eh, it's not really for you but if you're like me and you're like i just want to hear a good mix of things and especially the 80s and the 90s ones those channels are really cool because that is predominantly music videos there's some videos man i haven't seen in years like rednecks cotton eye joe yes i actually saw that on there like <laughs> like four days ago the cotton eye joe video with them all dressed up like yeah. they're in the barn and playing and everything that's gonna be stuck in my head Vito. <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah that's that's one of those definitely yeah. oh yeah no on the 90s channel like yeah they'll show everything they'll you'll see like a nine inch nails video for for one of their songs or something, you know, Perfect Drug will be on, and then it'll go into Cotton Eye Joe, then it'll go into Blind Melon, then mm. it goes into, you know, Bobby Brown or some shit like that, Whitney Houston or something. Like, it's really cool because it, it's it's actually, like, reminded me of a lot of things that I'm like, oh, you know, I liked that song. Mm-hmm. Like, different different things that I just don't normally have in my playlists and everything. I had actually seen, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw or heard the song, with good reason, because good Lord, I got sick of it when I was younger, was I saw the We Are the World video. <laughs> Remember We Are the World? Yeah. USA for Africa? That was one of those things that most people, I think, after six months or a year of that, people were like, <laughs> I never want to see and hear that song ever again. Mm-hmm. But I watched it, so I was like, oh, God, USA for Africa. I remember this. Like I hadn't seen it in forever. And I watched it, and I was just like, Wow, you know, this isn't the kind of song that I'm going to often be like, I feel like listening to We Are the World. But just watching it, I was like, wow, this was a big accomplishment for its time, man. Like when you think about the mix of stars and who they are. And I mean, they were big stars at the time. And now all those people are like legends, you know, Mm -hmm. when you see people like Bruce Springsteen standing next to Willie Nelson, standing next to Hall and Oates, standing next to Ray Charles. And so you're like, and you're like, fuck, that's, you know, it's pretty amazing when you think about what it accomplished. And anyway, so it's just cool having somewhere like that to see, because I mean, I know we have YouTube and stuff, but you have to specifically seek out things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. This is like when I'm just like working or even if I'm editing or whatever, I like putting this channel on and having it on and it's, Nice to have a little distraction now and then. And they do show, like, I've seen Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and all sorts of stuff. Like, it's really mixed up. So, yep, that's my recommendation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought it was cool. Now, before we go, 
we always like to do a podcast or YouTube channel recommendation. Mm -hmm. And I have one I'd like to recommend. It's a really cool guy. His name is Raymond Castile. I think, sorry, Raymond. I hope that's how you pronounce it. I'm assuming it's <laughs> Raymond Castile. Um, he's a guy that I've, I, I'm, I'm not friends with him, but I've another one that I've known casually. I've known him in the collector community and stuff because he's a big toy collector guy, a big nostalgic collector uh and he focuses especially on universal monsters classic horror mostly horror that goes from the old days all the way up and through the, like the 80s and stuff he focuses a lot on that he's got a whole thing where it's it, he's essentially he's like down in his basement you know in his collector little uh dungeon you know and he'll show off some of the stuff he's got. He's got an amazing collection. Some of the stuff he shows is like really rare, expensive pieces of uh, monster collectibles and stuff. But then it, it's just funny. He's very he's very slow down to earth. You know, it's not like quick paced kind of, you know, fancy editing. It's just like a couple of cameras, him talking to you directly through the camera, mm -hmm. having a conversation about this stuff. And uh, I, I just find it really cool. He's he's a good guy. Um, talk to him a little bit, you know, about about stuff. You know, he's mm -hmm. always posting on like Pod Stallions and in Toy Ventures, who we've talked about on here before mm -hmm. and vice versa. So if you're into that kind of stuff, if you like classic Universal Monster stuff, if you like getting into the toys and the other collectibles and paraphernalia about that, he's a good channel to check out because he really delves into some cool stuff. There's some collectibles, man. I was Even me, you know how big I'm into this stuff. There's some stuff he showed that I was like, Fuck, I never knew that existed. Oh. I know, and it's not good either. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good that I know now. I'm like, I never knew about those universal monsters and those kind of boxes that came out like in the early two thousands. I'm like, well, how can I get that now? <laughs> Start scouring eBay. I'm like, oh, this is no good. <laughs> it's like you guys need to do a crossover show together. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't know if he does stuff like that, but you know, I definitely at the very least wanted to give him a shout out on here because uh it's a great channel. Very cool. But anyway, on that note, I think uh, I think That's about it. That is about it. We will be back uh, very soon with episode 19. 19. No, 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 19. Vietnam. So, 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 Saigon. Anybody remember that song, 19? I don't think no. so. No. It's a really stupid song. <laughs> Sounded like it. Yeah, I yeah, I know. Well, I wasn't doing it justice either, but you know. Oh well. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll be back very, very soon. Keep all those uh, suggestions coming in and all your posts. Yes, please. We enjoy them all. Yep. Take it easy, everybody. Later, See you guys. Ya.